0: Hello and welcome to this special edition of Aztecs All In. Aztec football coach Brady Hoke retires. This is Lewis Wiener along with Steve Perez. And Steve, I must say this caught me by surprise. How about you? Well, butter me in butter, roll me in oil, toss no, me in flour. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and call
1: me a biscuit. <laughs> a little bit of a shock, Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, we woke up this morning, and all of a sudden, I see all these tweets. And you know, the last time we heard from Brady Hoke was after the Aztecs lost uh, this past weekend on the road to Colorado State, and getting ready for San Jose State. We were getting ready for tomorrow's media availability, and we got uh, an email today uh, that Brady Hoke had retired. And um, you know, it doesn't—I uh, can't say I expected it, but but the fact that it happened. I guess really doesn't surprise me when you think about the kind of season they've had.
1: I think right off the top, I'm going to say this. I was wrong because in an episode last week, I said Brady Hoke isn't going anywhere because SDSU could not afford to buy him out. In defense, the retire narrative means I was half right. But unlike 99.9% of those in the media, especially of the TV variety – I am secure enough in my ignorance to admit the
0: mistake. <laughs> well, it is a lot of money. Uh, reports are a $5 million buyout. I don't know where that money comes from. We all know uh, the finances for San Diego State and that whole thing with the Mountain West Conference and, and the Pac-12 and all that and, and money that would have to be paid to leave. You know That was always a concern. So the fact that $5 million now has to be paid apparently is um, that's a lot of money.
1: Well, I will continue on with my little thought, and then we can get into more of that, because the rest of my little soliloquy there had to do with the rest of the televised, quote, news media. If, in a perfect world, people admitted their mistakes on air in the media, I dare say it would have a lot more credibility today. But enough about me. I've come to praise Brady Hoke, not bury him. And as someone like you, we've been around long enough to see the program flounder in the futility of previous coaches who rightfully shall remain nameless. We do owe him a bit of a debt for taking a program that was known around the conference for being one that could get pushed around uh, because it might have been built on a lot of people who enjoyed their time maybe at the beach more than being on a football field. I think the word I heard from uh, Rocky Long at one point, is, it was known around the conference that you smacked uh, the Aztecs once in the mouth and they they wanted to go home. So Brady Hoke instilled a a toughness that exists to this day and a resilience that showed in the last couple of games despite the fact that they were losing efforts.
0: Yes, Steve. Um, You know, two games left. And Hope will finish his career at San Diego State with a winning record. Currently owns a 39 and 31 record in his six seasons. Of course, that's across two head coaching stints. He ranks seventh in program history and victories with 39 and winning percentage of five fifty-seven. And for his career, he finishes 104 and 89, including stints at Ball State, Michigan, and San Diego State. And he spoke to the media today, Steve. Uh Briefly, I'll bite I was out there at San Diego State today. Yeah, I get to play the part of Jim Nance, <laughs> and you
1: get to play the cover reporter. <laughs> I'm well, enjoying that part immensely. But anyways, back to Hoke. You know, when he began his career at San Diego State, that program hadn't seen a winning season or a bowl appearance since 1998, and turned it around from going four and eight that first year to a, a, a team that was nine and four, and then beat Navy in the Poinsettia Bowl. And I remember vividly our time in a gathering because it was a a great period for you and I as season ticket holders in a room with a bunch of other people who were excited about the Aztecs appearing in a bowl game for the first time in a long time. And Brady Hoke was there. He impressed me at that time. He stood out. He had a pretty powerful presence about him, and it just seemed like the program was on its way up at that point.
0: I agree. I still have my poinsettia bowl sweatshirt that I got, and I wear it proudly. Um, Those are exciting times at San Diego State, just getting started after those terrible uh, Chuck Long years that we all uh, want to forget.
1: And there were also periods of just fair to Midland times where the program put a lot of points on the board but also gave up a lot of points and as far as one loss it just wasn't a program that people were all that interested in following on a day to day basis. But I guess we should go to that Brady Hoke brief availability after practice today on the on the field. First of all, how about your impressions of before he started speaking, did you have any observations? before this all got underway?
0: Not really. We were kind of brought there at the, you know, as soon as practice ended, we weren't allowed. And then we were, uh, the media uh, all gathered on the uh, 20 yard line of the uh, practice field. He walked up, he seemed very relaxed and asked, okay, what do you got to say? And he probably answered a, you know, half dozen questions. And it was over in about five minutes. And, uh, you know, he was very relaxed. He seemed very comfortable with his decision And, um, you know, of course, our podcast listeners can uh, hear that for themselves.
1: Right. So it's tough, apparently, you know, time to move forward. That's pretty much what he said and also had some thoughts about perhaps maybe didn't wanting, not wanting to stay too long. And also about how the last couple of games, the team means to play for the seniors.
2: You love what you do. You know, I got the greatest uh, job that you could ever have coaching young men and help develop them, their character and the culture that we want to have. So that's, that's the tough part, you know, you're competitive, so you love the game also, but you know, it, it's time, you know, I, I believe me, uh, I've done, I think 42 years. And so um, it's time to move forward. It was time, you know, and it, it you know, uh, to, to move forward, um, you know, I think if I stayed doing it too long, I don't think I'd ever leave. So it it was just the right time to do it. You know, we're playing for our seniors, gonna play hard for them. I think we have, you know, when you look at the last four games, uh, I think, you know, they've, they've, I I don't like give up when people say that, but I can tell you our guys have played their ass off and they, uh, you know, they're playing for each other and that's what they have to do. You know, you can't, you, you can't, you have to be competitive and you have to have character. And then you also have to have a loyalty to each other. And that's what, um, and, and, you know, you played the game. You got loving guys doing the right things, doing the same thing to be successful. There's nothing like it. So
1: the other question that was asked was he going to, take the opportunity after retirement to move to a different program rocky long moved on to new mexico after he ostensibly retired at san diego state and is now at syracuse as their defensive coordinator and he said now i'm pretty much sure that I'm doing the right thing, and it's time to spend more time with my bride. He said they started dating in seventh grade, so there's been a lot of time away. And also, he's looking forward to spending more time with his daughter, Kelly. So he says he's also going to miss most being out there on the field and trying to coach kids and develop them in any way possible. And his favorite part is being on the defensive line.
0: Well, one of the questions I had for him that I got a chance to ask was the situation involving this retirement, because San Diego State sits with a losing record, will not appear in a bowl game, and for all intents and purposes, playing out the string. And I asked him if this season, the way the season has gone, played a part in his retirement. Brady, how much did this season play a part? If you were successful in going to a bowl game, would you have made the same decision? I don't know.
2: You know, I mean, there's all kinds of, you know, what would you do if, but, and all that, but I only know the circumstances, and, it, you know, it was uh, something that uh had been thinking about for a while, obviously, so it, it was the right time.
0: Steve, I sort of think if the Aztecs had gone to a bowl game, finished with a winning record, had a chance to win the Mountain West Conference, that we would not be talking about Brady Hoke's retirement today.
1: No, and... There are a couple of thoughts I have. The first one is I think it's very important for that retirement narrative to hold rather than the narrative or the uh, initial reporting that I also do not doubt from the Union Tribune's Kirk Kenny, who said that he told the people on his staff that he was being forced out. But it's a very important distinction because of this buyout clause in this contract. The retirement clause means that maybe Brady Hook is being a bit of a team player and will forego some of that, and hopefully that will give the program some funds to move forward and and seek a replacement because time is of the essence. There is that early December uh, committing uh, December 20th through the 22nd for high school recruits. There's a transfer portal that's got a get investigated to see if they can get some players in. And there's all these coaches that he has on staff that may be looking for other jobs or maybe trying to catch on with whoever it is they hire, because that is the the next step in this whole process.
0: Well, the truth is he can do whatever he wants. If he wants to coach again, then he can coach again. If San Diego State owes him money, uh, that would be offset, no doubt, by salary paid by another university. So I think we'll have to see how this plays out. But in the short term, Brady Hoke is coaching the final two games at San Jose State this weekend and the following Saturday at home against Fresno State. And he will then bid farewell to the San Diego State football program. Of course, fans much appreciative of what he has done. And it's very sad that it sort of ended this way. He
1: did get some thanks from various players and those who follow the program on social media, people like Kirk Morrison. Just a simple thank you from him on, on the X, formerly you know as Twitter. And former sports writer for the Union Tribune, Mick McGrain, tweeted out, for those cheering the Brady Hoke News know this in 2010 he won more games at San Diego State than his predecessor Chuck Long did in three years. And prior to 2010. San Diego State hadn't won nine games since 1977 or been to a bowl game since 1998. So, again, the people who follow this program and know its history owe uh, Brady Hoke some thanks and a a debt of gratitude. And, yes, he did some great things for the program. And, you know, it would be nice to see them go out and win a couple of games on the way out. These last couple of games, the Aztecs, fell behind but they did not show any quit at all and made games of both of them and were just a few plays from making those games end up uh, ending up in the win column as opposed to the loss column and I have to think that if those last couple of games and particularly that Nevada game where the Aztecs performed uh, well below everyone's expectations. Brady Hoke w- wouldn't have had this appearance before the media today. Yeah. The other thing is, I remember after that Nevada game in the media room, there's J.D. Wicker standing there, arms folded, listening to Brady Hoke, I watching him well, intently. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I had this impression that he was going through some calculations in his mind. And I'm sure they had some discussions over the last couple of weeks about what each person was thinking, and it's just not a program uh, in the recent years with a brand spanking new stadium and lofty expectations and aspirations for one day, even though it fell apart this year, moving up in stature. It's just not one that can tolerate this kind of a record.
0: Yeah, and I think from a fan standpoint, they had to make a move as well. Season ticket renewals coming up in just a couple of months. Uh, There are a lot of San Diego State fans just fed up with how the season has gone and how the team has played since the new stadium opened. And I think, you know, the program maybe just needed a reset, at least from a fan standpoint. So now the fans can get excited again about what's to come instead of thinking, well, it's going to be the same old, same old again.
1: Absolutely. That did play a huge uh, role in this decision because... I'm quite certain after the last, especially after that Nevada game, just witnessing the outpouring of vitriol online uh, over the team's performance and everybody pointing the finger of blame at the head coach because who else do you point except the guy who's standing out there taking all the flack? They wanted some changes, particularly the people who pay for season tickets, especially ones that are priced as high as the ones are in this new stadium. We're not going to be renewing and will not be going any games if this team's performance continued and if Mr. Hoke was the one heading the program. But so with that, you know, i got to say that I truly hope that those who've been sniping via the text messages and their online comments, minus their names, of course, they're all now happy. And also that I sincerely hope that some of these same people have the capital in contacts, to bring in someone with the expertise, the know-how, the recruiting acumen, the time in the cauldron at a national level, and all the intangibles, call them soft skills, if you will, necessary to get the San Diego State University Aztecs football program back to a level that most recent history shows it's perfectly capable of obtaining and sustaining.
0: I agree. That will wrap up this episode tomorrow at the media availability. We will hear from the players, so look forward to that.
1: Yes, and also have a basketball game to look forward to that night to perhaps get our minds off of some of this stuff having to do with people's careers. <laughs> so that will wrap up this edition, a special edition of Brady Hope Retirement episode of Aztecs All In. I'm Steve Perez for Lewis Wiener saying, thank you for checking us out and we'll talk to you again very soon.